You're listening to the Fun Never Ends Podcast with Metalhead Nelson. Hey, welcome to the Fun Never Ends Podcast. I am your metalhead, Nelson, and today I have my wife here with me. Hello. Hi, Martina. Hi. <laughs> so uh, this is her first time on this podcast, so everybody say hi. <laughs> say hi, babe. Hi. So uh, this episode is going to be, oh, I think you said you wanted to talk about dogs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you want to talk? I remember you saying about leash dogs and non-leash dogs. Yeah, so I am. I mean, you already know that I have a dog, but for everybody else that doesn't, I adopted a dog and um, when he was a puppy, he was, um, I guess in a way, attacked. It was a mild, mild attack at the dog park and he, after that, became very reactive towards other dogs and um, we've struggled with that and I've always had him leashed. The problem I have is that when there's unleashed dogs that are, they, that don't have recall or good obedience skills, those are the dogs that I'm more concerned because they can cause a fight or you know backtrack any dog that's in training yeah so if it backtracks the dog in training um oh what does that do like i know we all know our dog is a nutcase he can be but he he's got his calmness too um, what I mean by backtrack is, you know, since I've been working with him and training him in the house before we go outside, um, all that can go out the window. If there's uh, another dog that charges him or if he were to get get attacked again. Yeah, we noticed that like when just any dog is near or in, he can be inside and a dog, if somebody's walking a dog, he goes berserk. Or if he's, I think it's within dog. But in training, that kind of purpose when you're training him correct say that say that again i mean during the training process if you're training him and he gets distracted by a passing animal or human being he goes it sometimes mm -hmm. if he's trained to good i mean not that he gets distracted only if you were to perceive it as a threat mm -hmm. or a trigger like an unleashed dog that charges because i mean you've been there with me when we've gone to training with him how some unleashed dogs just come up to us and he's he's because it's fear-based reactivity yeah. so it's not that he's aggressive he's just very scared he's a scared dog yeah. and you know the dogs um have a flight or fight and he's choosing to fight instead of fly flighting um which we don't want that no um. <laughs> dog fights we don't want yeah so. we don't want that so yeah so he's he's trying to perceive to make himself look big even though he's a very um insecure fear fear-based um dog so i mean because when people see him you know they say oh yeah he's aggressive no he's he's not he's not because with us he is such a sweetheart he's such a sweetheart because with us he's very playful very jumpy very excited and you know he has calmed down a bit <laughs> Um, but when he was, a, you know, about less than a year old, he, he was very, very hyper. And, you know, I, I enjoyed that from him because that, that meant I can take him out on walks and go out to play. And what happened was, I mean, we've been charged by dogs. Yeah. Um, by the, in, in the neighborhood already. Yeah. And that's one being, well, two, actually, I believe it was the same dog or maybe not, but I'm also counting the ones that are in the fence. Yeah. Well, I'm counting the one that was like the older gentleman had him unleashed and it was yeah. just kind of like going 
going nuts on its own. That one was probably twice. One by myself. And one with and me. And one with you. Yeah. So, yeah, this whole thing about, I don't know, if you're going to be outside with your dog, at least have your dog leashed if you're... Or good obedience. Yeah. I cannot stress that enough. It'd be, obedience is important. I mean, take your take time to actually, like, well, train your dog. Yeah, and I mean, I, I know life happens, and, and and if you can't, that's fine. Um, You know, no, no judgment here, but just have them leashed, because there's dogs that are scared and will, you know, act accordingly, and, you know, as the owner, I'm not going to want anything to happen to my dog either. Um, I don't think with dog, any owner wouldn't want anything happening to their dog, let alone anybody else's dog. Yeah. So, um... Like when they say, oh, my dog's friendly, yet that dog's barking his head off and charging right at us. That was the the man's um, um, favorite phrase to use. Oh, she's friendly. She's friendly. She did not look friendly to me. Okay. When people say their dog is friendly, yeah, they're friendly to them. But if inter- if not enough interaction with this or being social with other animals, it doesn't really compute, right? I mean, there are dogs that are friendly. Yeah. There, there are dogs that are genuinely friendly and very playful with other dogs yeah. like my other dog um tiny may he rest in peace he was the most friendliest dog you you could ever see oh yeah with any dog he could you know make friends with not only that with All, the, everyone with the rabbit too yes <laughs> those two were like match made in heaven they were just like yeah i think we have a picture of them just yeah. like chilling next to each yes. other um yeah I remember when I, at first with Perla, and she rest in peace. I mean, she took a little getting used to to me. That's the German Shepherd. Yeah, but when she did, <laughs> she did. Yeah, I mean, every breed is different, and that's another thing. You know, the friendlier dogs are usually like your labs, your your toy breeds, um, your poodles. I mean, there's always, you know. Um, what's, what is that phrase called? The exception to the rule? <laughs> yeah, the exception uh, yeah. to the rule. <laughs> yeah, but usually like working line dogs like German Shepherds, uh, Belgian Malinois, or, you know, stuff like that. They're they're more um, to their owner, very um, to themselves. Like, you know, they're the Velcro. They're, they're, you know, that's one of their nicknames, especially for a German Shepherd. The Velcro. The Velcro dog. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard that that term. I've never heard anybody say, hey, the Velcro, but then I don't really, I haven't really yeah. dug deep into the the vocabulary or the definition of that. Well, I think that makes sense because they stick to their owners. If yes. That's what you're yeah. referring to. Yeah. So They're very, like, if, when they pick a person, they'll stick to that person. That goes along with also the healers. And with this this dog that I have, he's part healer as well. So he, he's a mutt. He's, he's a mixed breed. He's, um, what, 50% German Shepherd and like 15 to 20 uh, percent of other breeds, um, such as um, Healer, Lab, and I believe Pit as well. I don't know the exact percentages, but. I think I still have he's it. A, he's, so a, he's a mixture of, of everything, but I mean, he has more working line than anything. So, I mean, it's going to be apparent. Yeah, it is. So I have that somewhere. I'm not going to be able to find it. But he's a good dog. He's yeah. a good dog. But, um, yeah, just. I, I mean, mean to w- give more detail about the incident that happened was um, I took him to the dog park. Yeah, that was a big mistake. I mean, they're hit or miss. Because when I had my, my little one, my tiny, I would always take him to the dog park. And he, you know, he never had an issue with anybody or any other dog. I mean, there's probably maybe corrections. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, no, nothing to this degree that happened with um, Prince. Um, with Prince, it was like maybe the second time I took him. The first time, he did great. He did great. Everybody 
everybody loved him he loved everybody he was just content as can be with the other dogs the second time around was just as lovely with this other german shepherd puppy they were back That's and right. forth their their play style was so on point i loved it i believe they were the about the same age from yes. what they were telling yes. me and boy did he just like oh they were yes. play bowing back and forth yeah 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 and you know like with males you know sometimes males are a little iffy um but i mean they're still there were still puppies yeah. so when this boston terrier came into the mix you could see the other dog hit under the table mine didn't but he was just chilling this dog just comes over to him and starts you know being a bit dominant my dog did show submission but that dog kept trying to nip and i noticed that and then and the owner just kept saying give the give the dog a break give that give the dog a break i still remember this I even remember. though it's been quite a while since this happened but it was a very traumatizing experience even for me because when i tried you know that's another thing he was a puppy his recall was not that good yet yeah. um when i called him over he came to me but at the same time so did the boston terrier and that's when i don't know something snapped in his brain because he was already being bullied by him and you know the boston terrier comes over to mom he got very i don't know he just snapped starts chasing him I'm like oh my goodness my dog is just gonna you know um bite this dog um and he was a little bit the, the dog was a little bit smaller than him but i mean you know everybody's gonna blame the big dog because he's gonna be the one who's causing more noise even though the one who started it was the boston terrier i managed to grab my dog without any any incident or anything however as i'm leaving that boston terrier is right at our tail jumping chasing him and i'm like dude come on lady he wouldn't cut us a break and the lady, lady didn't come on, do come anything get your dog <laughs> i step outside of the dog park more dogs come in and guess what there's more incidents of that same boston terrier causing more ruckus and then i hear the lady say oh so i don't remember the name of the dog but so and so remember you're the one who's causing the issues i'm like well at least you now you know are aware that it's your dog causing the issues and not mine because at first it seemed like she was very um she seemed ca very careless like yeah, like, no careless but also like okay, non-observant no hold on the, the right word but i don't want to sound kind of you know offensive to the she seemed very karen like ah you know? yeah no, sorry to anybody whose name is karen but you know just because you know <laughs> that's that's the the the, That's the way the, that yeah. you know mm, the phrasing the right? phrasing yeah she seemed very in entitled and she seemed very offended when my dog you know snapped but you know my dog put up with a lot of what that other dog was doing for qu quite some time before he snapped so. that dog gave him a lot of crap and he was like yeah. i'm i can't take this anymore. and i noticed that because he was he was still a puppy so you know i didn't my dog is, was a neutered and this boston terrier was so i think it's that dynamic between neutered and versus unneutered so that other puppy he he chose to flight to hide under the table yeah so i should have seen that coming when i saw that dog do that i should have just picked up my dog right from the get-go and just left but i mean it was all um experience and a lesson learned and i'm never ever gonna take another dog if i were to adopt another dog never taking him back to the dog park at least not inside maybe we could do some socializing outside but that's it no dog's gonna go in there had it not been for that boston terrier i think the trips to the the dog park would have been i mean it depends i mean always there's gonna be some kind of incidents but i, I think that more riled him uh, yeah like i his, think what i should have done was just stick outside stick outside for a good while because 
At first he was barking when he was leashed and then this guy, you know, who had that mastiff, he said, oh, if you were to undo the leash, you know, he would calm down. And which he did, he was right, um, because he his, his mindset was that, oh, when they're leashed up, they're more r- protective. Um, but now with all this, with being charged several times, barked at, you know, that was another mistake of mine um, as a puppy, all, you know, monkey see, monkey do. He sees all these dogs, you know, barking and, and lunging at him he thinks it's okay and honestly i should have went um with his training another route now that you know social media i see all these wonderful content creators on instagram or even um tiktok with their with their dogs and how you know they're training them and how they're socializing them i should have just taken him to a regular park and just sat right there and that was going to be his training giving him treats once in a while whatever and just have him observe and be calm yeah i mean we we do that now i mean yeah. well uh, depending on how busy the park is i mean if it's a busy park and there's like a lot of like if it's too chaotic it's gonna not i don't want to set well. him up for failure yeah your poor dog he can't you know that that's gonna be too overstimulated for him even i mean even for me some somewhere that's busy it's gonna be overwhelming even for me yeah. so if he's that sensitive i don't want to set him up for failure you know just go to a park where it's you know there there's people but like it's quieter it's not too chaotic Nick. Even though yesterday we did have a run with an off-leash dog. Yeah. And no owner in sight until later on when you went to go check and there was somebody who was just there chilling and their dog was just walking around by themselves. Yeah. The number of times we come across like dogs that are unleashed. I mean, not that there's anything. There's there's a time and a place to have a dog unleashed in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, but and not in a public place with other other animals around. I wouldn't recommend. I mean, it. I mean, if you have good recall and your dog is obedient and you know he's gonna listen to you 110 percent, then by all means, go ahead, do do whatever you want. But I know it is the law to have have your dog leashed but there are, are some areas designated for unleashed dogs so i mean that you know that that's awesome um because you never know if if another dog isn't friendly or has reactivity issues or even heck even a service animal because i've seen incidents where service animals are being attacked by other dogs that are either unleashed or reactive or with other issues and you know guess what that service animal is now set back too and has become reactive and that's terrible for the person that they have to exactly. do that job for. Exactly, because um, service animals, especially if you buy a service animal already, you know, trained and everything, that's a lot of money. And especially if you have like some really um, detrimental um, condition, like a medical condition where the dog needs to be like ASAP, ASAP you know, they're with you. Like a, I know there's some that do with, with the heart. They're, they're trained to listen to your heart and, you know, know your beat and how fast it's going and they'll alert you to calm down and you know to rest if it's too if it's going um it's racing if your heart's racing a lot then you know they're trained to have you have a seat and just chill or let's say you're a diabetic if your blood sugar goes way too up or too low they're trained to tell you hey you know your blood took your blood sugar um or even a you know a dog that's assisting somebody who who has um blindness or, or, or vision or vision impaired vision impaired um 
you know, an unleashed dog can, an untrained unleashed dog can, can be a, you know, a hazard for, for those dogs. And honestly, I think in public, especially if there's children, because children will want to touch a fluffy dog and, um, you know, That's they're gonna, given. yeah, they're gonna want to go near it. And if that dog doesn't like children and it bites, yeah, there's, yeah, that's a that's liability. a whole that's a whole that's other a, thing yeah. too. But I mean, I've I've been I've been run up to as well by some kids, I, and I've told them from a distance like, no, wait, hold on, my dog's in training right now. He 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 can't be petted. He's in training. Okay, go back. You no, know, go back to your parents or thank you. You know, you can see him from afar. You know, he gets shy. I, I give him all these. You know, I, I don't want to be mean to the kids. Um, but when it's an adult that wants to pet your dog, I just tell him, you know what, he's not friendly. You know just simple as that because i also want to respect my dog's boundaries and you know now that's very important and now that i think about it i used to do that for for my other dog she was more shy very reserved and you know she she was very untrusting of others my my other dog so i mean i was already practicing you know um respecting my dog's boundaries at a young early age well i mean your dog's are great you know thank you and, uh, this one is our dog he can be he, he can be a knucklehead and drive everybody crazy but we all love him yeah so, well, anything else you want to say about dogs i mean keep on training guys um i i know sometimes vets can can be a little like worrisome because i remember when i first got him he was a little sick and everything he had a bit of a worm issue and we got him dewormed and a vet told me you know he said oh you know what don't take him out don't do this don't do that you know because of parvo and yeah you know i was that was a very worried situation i didn't want him to get that but at the same time i also feel like i excluded him from a lot of social stuff that he could have done and he could have benefited from because every time i went to PetSmart or you know Peko or whatever i would see little puppies around his age out and about and they're having a ball and yeah, and just and like I mean, it. if I did, wasn't feeling comfortable having him on the floor, I could have at least had him like they held in your held arms. In my arms. I should have at least done that, you know, to get him exposed to the world and to new people, and not have this adult dog who's who's frightened of the whole world. But I mean, better late than never, and you know, training. Yeah. Um. I mean, it will take, it's working how you're training him. It's, it's working, but it's going to take more time for him to yeah. really like be more comfortable in a way, yes. right? Yes. So he's very toy driven. He, he, he is food motivated sometimes. So, I mean, a toy's a lot better <laughs> way to get his attention and to <laughs> listen to me. Yeah. He's, he's toy driven, right? He goes nuts and berserk yeah. with a flirt pole and whatever toys. So. Yeah, and I do have a Instagram page and yeah, tell them where they can, can <laughs> and, find and you. the YouTube page uh, or channel. I mean, um, so for the Instagram page, it is uh, Prince underscore and underscore I underscore. Um, I mean, if you want to see more of him in his training, go ahead and you know give a follow. I'll put that in the link in the description of this uh, podcast episode. Yeah, and, and then I'll put the youtube on there yeah my youtube name let me see let me see it's um prince and i so go to the link in the description you can hit for the the instagram page and for the youtube subscribe follow we appreciate you for that thank you <laughs> and speaking of our little pepperoni <laughs> um he's got a birthday coming up during the same time of our one year anniversary yeah yeah he'll be two in 
the 27th of August. And we'll be one year on the 25th of August. <laughs> a year of oh, being married. <laughs> yes, or, or a year of being married and happily married. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> so, our, our honeymoon, we went down to San Diego. Oh, it was her first time yeah. down in San Diego. It was lovely. Very, very pretty. I highly recommend going to Old Town, San Diego. Yes. And La Jolla. <laughs> Definitely. What were your favorite things about Old Town, San Diego? Oh, just, I mean, I'm a Latina and just seeing that, you know, Old Town has a lot of, you know, the Latin culture and I really, really, really was in, um, astonished by seeing the bazaar that bazaar was pretty cool yeah. two f- stories i think multiple stores within that little collection yeah so if you take amtrak get off at old town on stop and go across the street it's right there by in the restaurant casa guadalajara oh yeah that all the food, food my god <laughs> we got an appetizer i think it was the mini taquitos or yeah. something or oh my god it was a huge portion too that alone could be your meal yeah <laughs> We had leftovers for days. Yeah, we did. We put that in the fridge. Yeah, that was good. We want to go back. <laughs> How about you, babe? Which one was your, your your favorite part of San Diego? Aside from downtown, of course, you're heading down to La Jolla. Mm, La Jolla yeah. was nice. That was a nice drive going to both. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And the whole trip was fun. Yeah, it was. Stay away from downtown. <laughs> I mean, if you have to go, then, you know, just be careful. Yeah. The suburbial side was nice. Yes. Very, definitely. very nice. Nice and quiet. Yeah. Relaxing, too. Um, I I mean, our favorite place to go in was Luigi's. Luigi's Pizza. There's a couple locations, but this one is off. Of, it's like off of like 25th Street or something in San Diego. Very residential area next to like a, a flower, flower, shop. Sh- flower shop stand. So I would highly recommend it. Uh, the wings are good. The wings are good. The salads are bomb. You, know. you can get pizza by the slice or by oh, the yeah. whole. So they do serve pizza, breadsticks, strombolis, and the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if you're a beer drinker, then you can grab a brew while you're there, eat pizza, or get pizza to go. It's like a, it's about the size of a Costco pizza if you buy it like whole bigger. or a little bit bigger. I mean, I mean, I feel like the box is a little bit bigger. So we went for a wedding about a month or so ago. Yeah. And we bought uh, Luigi's Pizza and took it back home with us. Yeah. And <laughs> everybody loved it. Oh, definitely. It's good stuff. So if you're in San Diego, hit up Luigi's Pizza and go to Casa Guadalajara in Old Town while you're at it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there is a taco place that we went to. I forgot. Oh my God. Uh, I forget the name of it in, in La Jolla. Oh, Puesto. Puesto. I believe there's one in Orange County at a hotel in Anaheim. But if you're in San Diego. in Irvine, Irvine too. Yeah, they originated around here, but it's pretty good. Very modernized uh, food, but it was very good. Oh, a little yeah. pricey, but very good. Yeah. So I highly recommend we highly recommend it we highly recommend it anything you'd like to add babe so we're gonna we're gonna uh, wrap it up here okay uh so where you can find my wife's social media it's in the, it's in the description okay yeah it's uh prince underscore and underscore i underscore correct okay and it'll be in the description and we'll do that and uh same with the youtube uh, the 
So yeah, YouTube will be will be there as well. So last thing I'm going to close this out with, hey, if you're local in the San Gabriel Valley area or in SoCal for that matter, Covina, California. If you know where the historic Covina Theater is in downtown Covina, it has now partnered with the Laugh Factory. So if you want comedy, you want to be local, I highly recommend it. Check it out. They've got a number of acts coming. Go to laughfactory.com, click on the, the clubs and tickets, go to the Covina one. We've got quite a number of people uh, there. And just to name a few, Jamie Kennedy's going to be there, Paul Rodriguez, um, Greg Morton, and the Love Master Craig Shoemaker and also Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay is going to be $95 and up. Everybody else is like 25 bucks and higher, but go check it out. So, all right. So that does it for us, for, for my wife, Martina, and I. This has been an episode of Fun Never's Podcast. Go to funneverspodcast.com. Uh, we're available. I'm available on all uh, podcast platforms. Go check it out, subscribe, and share with your friends. Also, I have a radio show that's Spotify only. I mean, if you don't have Spotify, get the free version and you can hear it, but the song are a little bit shorter, but you can listen anywhere else. Uh, that's Fun Never Ends Radio Show. So, all right. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you next time for my wife and I. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Catch you all next time.